0: two and a half years early, pay down $100,000 of debt in six months, and move to her dream home at the beach. Coming in hot, 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 Lisa shares her financial tips and strategies to build wealth, have fun with finances, and be debt-free without having a restrictive budget. From bankrupt to millionaire, Lisa knows what it's like to feel as if you're living Paycheck to Paycheck. Her unconventional money multiplier system is the very wealth protocol that enabled her to retire two and a half years early, pay down $100,000 of debt in six months, and move to her dream home at the beach. Hey, hey, welcome to this episode of I Date Money. Today, we have the amazing Anne Cardin with us. She has more than 41 years of business Marketing and sales experience with over 30 years as an entrepreneur. She has built seven successful businesses, five of which she sold, and is the current owner of two. As a coaching consultant for the past 11 years, she has worked with several hundred small business owners, consultants, coaches, and professional entrepreneurs in over 60 different types of businesses to further their success. I love that. That is so beautiful. Tell us, how did you get into this beautiful world of entrepreneurship, helping all these businesses?
1: I started my very first business about 30, it's probably 33, 34 years ago now, when I made the decision to leave my corporate career and be a stay-at-home mom. And the math with my husband's paycheck did not work. (laughs) So I started looking for a way to make money and we didn't have this luxury of the internet and all of the things that we have available today. So I started a business out of my home and that grew into a global company, um, employing several people. I was basically running a manufacturing company out of my home and Mm -hmm. did that for seven years, sold out, and then started my next business. And it's just progressed. So about my, let's see, would have been my fourth and fifth, the business, I worked with a business coach and I said, oh my gosh, this is my next thing. Like it impacted my business so much. And I had wished that I would have had that all through the years building businesses. Um, and, and that was my next journey. That was my next step into uh, going into what I do now. So that, but that's how I got into entrepreneurship. But I think I've actually been an entrepreneur since I was about seven or eight, because even as a kid, I always found ways to make my own money.
0: Mm-hmm. So. I love that being best friends with money is so special.
1: It is, <laughs> it is. It makes it well, it touches everything and it mm-hmm. makes the world go round and, uh, you know, people in their money stories, but yes. I mean, if you think about it, it really does touch everything.
0: Yes, it does. What was your um, your uh, tiny moment with money that you just realized, wow, this is so impactful and I get I get to do these things and that drives you to produce and to help others to make more money?
1: Yes, I think, um, you know, building businesses, realizing, you know, I always made more in business than I ever made in my corporate career. I mean, by a lot. And it changed our lives financially. And so when I realized the impact and the power that it can have, you know, building a business, being in control of what you make, uh, being able to build wealth, if you you really look at it, business, for example, is one of the best ways to build wealth in in the United States, but really worldwide, because Mm -hmm. you do have control and you can have multiple businesses and there's just no limit on what you can do. So I think once I got a taste of, Wow, I get to control what I make, and I get to break through whatever ceiling um that was that was the change for me but but actually, Lisa, my dad was an entrepreneur, and we always were um I don't want to say we were wealthy. it wasn't like that, but we I don't remember ever really wanting for anything as a kid. um if we were in sports, they found you know they had the money for the uniforms if we I was a cheerleader for many years. And and so I just don't remember if money ever was an issue. And I'm sure it was because it was an entrepreneur. I just don't remember ever having that be a factor in our life. That being said, they, they also taught us what it is like to work hard. I saw my dad work very hard. And um, so, you know, I think it was somewhat natural for me to, to understand that this is a better path overall.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. When you think about building your businesses, you know, you started off as a manufacturer and sold that business and you've sold quite a few since then. What made you want to let go of those businesses?
1: Oh my goodness. It was not easy. Um, I, especially when I sold the second and third one, that was really hard because my first business, I was kind of ready to get out Um, I saw the market turning and I I knew like timing is everything. If you are going to sell or you're going to get out of business. So I was really ready to get out of that business. But when I sold the second and third one, I still really loved what I was doing. And I, I wasn't as excited about selling those. But at some point, you know, your baby has to grow up. And it really was my baby. I mean, I took it from nothing. I, I I started, so it it was a health club and a weight loss center, but that started because I was teaching fitness classes out of a community hall. And it just kept growing in five locations later. Later, I have this huge health club and then added a big weight loss center and was running both of those businesses. And then I opened two more and it it was really through having four of those and they were not close together. So they were about 45 minutes apart. And it got to be, even though I had teams running those businesses and I, I was really the CEO, it still was a lot to manage and to run back and forth. And so after about a year of having those four businesses at the same time, um, something had to give, I really just, it was just kind of taking a toll. So when I sold the, the first two, I wasn't really, I didn't want to sell them, but I knew it was the right thing to do. And then when I sold the last two, I was already coaching. And so that was an easy, that was easy for me to want to move on because my coaching was starting to take over and I felt actually more tied down. They were brick and mortar businesses and I felt very tied down and I couldn't really grow my coaching business the way I wanted to having this other monkey on my back, so to speak. And so (laughs) I knew it was time.
0: Yeah, having that work-life balance is so important. A lot of yeah. entrepreneurs spend all of their time pouring into their business, both with their time and their finances, and they don't really take, a, make a profit or take a, a you know owner's comp. What would you say to somebody like that?
1: Well, first of all, they have issues in their business. If that is the case. Um, one thing that a lot of people don't realize is, you know, they get into business because maybe they're good at something or they see the opportunity and and as they start to grow that business, they realize they don't really know business the way they need to. And that was my story really many years ago. Um, they have to learn the financial side. They have to learn the business side, the marketing, the sales, all of the other things that make businesses move and grow. And so if they're not um if they if they don't realize that that's a big piece of it they will stay in that kind of um imbalance for a very very long time because a real business you're going to have highs and lows in a real business and i say the pendulum i don't know that there's really work life balance Um, consistently. Like uh, you're going to have times when the pendulum swings really far to the right in your family and everything is the most important thing. And then you have times when your business has to take priority. And so I think the idea is to not let the pendulum swing too far to the left, too far Mm -hmm. to the right, but to recognize and be able to manage all things and be very aware of what is going on with all things. But but typically, if people are living their business, they've got a problem in their business. So mm-hmm. that was a long-winded answer to say, you probably have some gaps in your business if you're doing that.
0: Yeah. And there's always, I, I refer to the gaps as holes. We all have holes. And sometimes yeah, the too. holes are big, sometimes they're little. And the little holes we don't really spot right away. But it's so important to pay attention to the numbers to have a, a cash flow system in place What's your favorite uh, way to manage the money for the business end of it?
1: Well, I keep a very streamlined business and and I teach a simple model. A lot of people have very complex businesses that becomes a bigger uh, bigger animal to manage, so to speak. And so it, it's I actually have a very, very simplified model. And because I don't work with hundreds and thousands of clients, it's actually pretty easy to manage. I work with high-end clients. So, Mm -hmm. and I teach that same model to people.
0: Beautiful. When you think about your money stories growing up, what did you believe to be true about money?
1: Oh, I, I, because I, I remember selling craft classes to the neighborhood kids when I was seven or eight and charged them. I, I, my money story was, you can make whatever you want. My money story was this is your opportunity to build wealth. So I did not have, um, I didn't have really scarcity or lack of money stories because like I said, I watched my dad be an entrepreneur. We had nice homes. We had, he had, you know, we had nice cars. We had things like that. And, but he still taught us the value of hard work. And the other thing is when I actually started working um, a job, I went into the service industry. So I served tables and, and so I knew that how I treated people and what I did was dependent on how much money I would make because the wages were nothing. I think I was making, you know, a dollar 25 an hour or something. So all of my money came from tips. And so I learned very early on that you could control by, you know, what you do and how you do things. Um, So that was my money story. It's like, it's, it's for everybody. It's for everyone and anyone can build wealth. Anyone can have money
0: yeah and using your gifts and talents to do what you love really just makes more money come your way because oh, yes. you help but be passionate about it. When you got to the point where you were you know transitioning from owning the brick and mortar to the coaching business, what drove you to do that?
1: I felt like i when I worked with the business coach, it was so impactful for my business. I really became hungry for to learn even more about business. Like she showed me some things that I had control over that I didn't really necessarily think I did. And so uh, she really taught me some new things that I, again, we didn't have everything at our fingertips. We couldn't just Google things and YouTube things, right? So I everything that I had to learn, I really had to learn kind of grinding it out and figuring it out for myself. And though I did some conferences and things like that, the, the information just wasn't readily available. So when I worked with her and she showed me some things that I didn't know that made such an impact. Um, I just became a student of business and marketing and sales. It's like, okay, I want to just better my skills. I want to get even better at this. But then I was watching a lot of business owners around me struggle with it, it kind of naturally happened. Uh, as I was talking to them, I would hear their struggles and I would hear the problems and I would start to help them. And then they wanted to know how I sold all these businesses. Well, how did you do that? Well, you, you have to build them into a turnkey system that people want to walk into and they want to buy and they make money right away. And so I knew all those things, but people started naturally asking me and I found myself coaching them. And I thought that's when I decided, okay evidently I've learned some things here that are going to be valuable to other people and so that's when I kind of made that transition I I didn't want all of those years of experience and blood sweat and tears so to speak to go to waste and I I didn't really know I've always been really in an industry helping people um even in you know health and fitness I I coached thousands of people through the years and help them and change lives and so I think that's that is my calling and so Mm -hmm. I just did it in a different way I now took it to help people in business as opposed to helping them um you know with with their their lives but Mm -hmm. business does change their lives but
0: yeah. yeah I love that one of the um pain points for entrepreneurs in the United States, especially, and I'm sure it's worldwide is paying taxes. (laughs)
1: Oh, yes. Love those.
0: (laughs) When you think about paying your taxes and setting aside your business income to cover taxes, what's the first thought that comes to mind?
1: Oh, that I don't like them. But however, it does allow us to do what we do. Um, You know, I think that the real thing is for people to understand, I talk about this all the time to clients and and to people that follow me. You know, you have to think about, a lot of people don't realize the difference between revenue and income. And I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of business owners that they would take money from the top line, right? Instead of understanding, oh, guess what? You're going to have to pay taxes, and so not understanding the financial side of it, um, because I do understand the financial side. You just have to put money away for it, but there are a lot of ways to minimize taxes and to really keep keep taxes down, um, knowing you know where you can where you can maneuver those things. And, but, you know, here's the thing. I am not an expert in taxes. And so I don't try to do my, I don't ever do my own taxes. I look for expert advice. I have a CPA. I've had a CPA for uh, many, most of my career and and as an entrepreneur because they're the experts and they have the time to invest into knowing where things can be changed or tweaked or cut or whatever that is. And I look, I pay them to give me that advice. So I don't ever claim to be an expert in the tax arena.
0: Mm -hmm. Thinking about money as a person going on a date with money, describe your perfect date. Mm.
1: Going on a date with money. My perfect date is you. It does not matter what you spend. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Um, you. It's money is absolutely available. So, um, what would that look like? Uh, sailing to an island and having all of my friends and family there, and having um, a big type of event where everyone stayed, and we, you know, hung out for a week or or whatever. So I would have to say that would be the ultimate.
0: <laughs> How fun, big, big week long party with your favorite band playing the best music ever and enjoying the, the, the...
1: <laughs> there you go, just <laughs> food having... and
0: chocolate would be my, uh, my sense. <laughs> when you um, think about the, the money that you've invested in yourself, what was the highest risk you took? And what what did you accomplish from it? Like, how did it help you grow?
1: Oh boy. That's a great question. So when I had, uh, my health club and my, my weight loss center, um, we, the 2008 recession hit. And at the same time, we also had a very low end competitor come in and they were really under, we were a higher end club and they were really undercutting our prices. So I was really getting hit in two ways. I was getting hit, from the economy side where, you know, the first thing people is they're going to cut or things like that. Um, And then I was also hit with the low price competitor and he was coming in right at, at the recession. And I... At the time, my my sort of philosophy or idea was, okay, well, if I can't make the same amount of money I was with these businesses, let's expand. And so I convinced my husband, even though he didn't ever work in the businesses or anything, big, big, big decisions that would affect us financially. Um, you know, he was always part of that. And so I convinced him that I needed to open two more businesses in another town. That's how I ended up with the four. But in order to do that, Um, we had to put everything on the line to make that expansion because just open it, because I, the, the weight loss center I owned was like a licensed program. So it was very similar to a franchise. So there was a big investment for that. And then there was a big investment to open up the other club. And um, we put everything on the line. We put property we had acquired, our home, everything to take out the loans, to do all that. And everyone else was shutting down around us. It was a big, scary, very risky move, Um, but it worked and I was able to sell all four of those. So
0: beautiful. I love that. What um, financial tip could you give to our audience? Something that would give them a micro result.
1: Mm. I would say, look at ways that you can increase the value of what you do to make bigger fees. I see so many people and even working with hundreds of business owners and entrepreneurs, they tend to focus on the wrong things sometimes because they they focus on what is maybe feels easier. So um, I, I think about a company I worked with at one point. They were focused on an area in their business that could only, it was going to tap out. It could only bring in so much money the way it was structured. And over here, they had this half a million dollar opportunity that wouldn't have cost them a dime to implement. It just would have been a small shift. And so when when you start focusing on, okay, how can I get more for everything that I'm doing? Uh, you can bundle if you're a business owner. You, what? How can you bundle things to now get bigger fees, bigger, have something higher ticket, get more per client, more per customer. People complain about you know competition, but you're only competing when you are trying to sell the same thing everybody else is. So look for ways to stand out, but not just in, in your marketing, look for ways to stand out And have something much higher value that really can bring in a lot more money per client. That is the fastest takeaway for someone because anyone can do it. Any business can do it. There are ways to put things together, bundle, raise your prices, whatever that is. That's the fast track.
0: Thank you so much. I love that. And for those of you listening, check the show notes to connect with Anne, especially if you're looking for help in your business to expand your territory, your reach. And remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's what you do with it. Thank you. Hey, 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 thanks for tuning into the show. Give us a five star review and share it with your friends. Get ready to activate wealth. Be the next millionaire. With a simple adjustment of your finances using an energetically aligned money multiplier system, you get to build wealth by partnering with money. It's time to have fun with finances. Pick a date, the link is in the show notes to book your wealth activation call where you will get the one solution to multiply your money. Remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's what you do with it.